And unfortunately, inflation will continue to run a lot hotter than they want it to be at, which I think they most recently said they're trying to get it down to 3%. I know that their target was like 2%. But. Welcome to the Break Free Real Estate Podcast, your daily guide to financial freedom through real estate. I'm your host, Jocelyn Kaufman, and today I'm here with my co-host, David Robinson. And today we're going to talk about our real estate market predictions for the next year. So David has had ample time to think about this because he created the title and I just found out about it. (laughs) And he told me that he doesn't want to tell me his prediction until um, we start the show. So David, I want to hear it. So you go first. All right. Here we are. The, we're recording this for context. Uh, I don't want to, I guess I'm going to date the podcast here. So it's March 30th. Okay. Um, the Fed recently came out with a 25 basis point uh, hike to the to the Fed fund rate. So, you know, 0.25% increase. And uh, so my prediction is, ready? Here we go. Uh, I suspect that the Federal Reserve will pause uh, rate hikes. Um, I believe that they will monitor. They, their language will be such that they're going to monitor and potentially increase. I believe that rates will start to come down. There will be some stability in the debt markets. And unfortunately, Inflation will continue to run a lot hotter than they want it to be at, which I think they most recently said they're trying to get it down to 3%. I know that their target was like 2%, but getting it down to 2% is probably unrealistic at this point. So um, I think that's going to happen. I think inflation is still going to run high, and uh, but interest rates are going to stabilize and maybe even come down a little bit. And uh, I suspect that pricing will continue to flatten out. I think pricing has taken a dip, a pretty significant dip across the country uh, for uh, real estate. And I think it will continue to slide a little bit over the next six months, start to level out, and then start to gain traction again. I don't foresee us seeing any dramatic, uh, massive foreclosure crisis unless the banking world completely shuts down. I guess there's always a possibility of that. But I suspect that uh, the Fed are going to have to take their foot off the brake, the gas. They're going to have to take their foot off of the brake because that's what they're trying to do is slow down the economy, but they're breaking it. There's some cracks in the economy right now that when they are uh, increasing the Fed rate, that's going to continue to cause these cracks to get wider and wider. It's going to cause more distress. They're going to have to settle back, let inflation run hotter than they would like, and then prices continue to go up from a real estate standpoint. That's my prediction. That's pretty insightful, David. Uh, quick question. What is the current inflation rate at for context? There's a lot of debate about what that's at. Most recent report was 7%. Okay. But okay. that is sort of their watered down version of inflation. And many think it's more in line with 10 to 12%. Which, so we either need to cut it in half or like quadruple it, um, which honestly seems impossible to me. Um, but I don't know. 
you never know. Uh, they definitely are between a rock and a hard place with what's going on in the bank- banking world. Um, and the, the, the measures that they're tracking are lagging behind what's actually happening. So they're looking at data that really doesn't start to uh, the the rate hikes that they've made don't really start to show up in the data for you know six to twelve months in many cases. Yeah. And so um, I think that they're going to pause even though they haven't accomplished their goal. And I think that's going to bring some stability to the market. I'm crossing my fingers especially as we're trying to buy a big commercial deal in Houston, that this happens sooner than later. Um, but yeah, that's that's what I think is going to yeah. happen. I think, I mean, from my understanding, I feel like inflation has decreased because so many people have a lot less money. Like there's yeah. a lot less money like floating around in the market. Um, you know, you have, I mean, real estate... For instance, I was looking every month I do a newsletter and I send out like statistics where where we're at. And I right now there's in Utah, there's 6,500 houses on the market. In 2022, there was 2,500 houses on the market, which isn't really like relatable because it was a crazy year. But if you go back to 2019, it still was um, less. And so um, there's so many houses on the market and no one's buying. Like our brokerage business has been struggling along with every other brokerage business in the entire country because um, no one has money to buy houses. Or at least if they do, they're waiting for a good deal or they're waiting for something to happen. Like we're in the standstill, like what's going to happen? And so honestly, my prediction for the next six months, I think, months, I think two things or next year, I think a couple of things can happen. I think the standstill can continue because no one's going to pull the trigger until they figure out what's going to happen. Like most people aren't. Some people will, like if you have to move or you have to buy a new house, like if there's reasons you might have to buy a new house or buy a new investment, or maybe you have to use a 1031 exchange or like there's reasons people will buy, but like, I think the standstill will like stay for a while. I really do. I think we're looking at like three to six months of just kind of what's going on now. Everyone just waiting to see what happens. No one knowing what the fed's going to do. And then eventually it's going to like, I feel (laughs) I feel like after the standstill, it's going to go crazy again. That's what I, that's, I think so. Cause I think as soon as people start buying and everyone's like, oh, we can do it. Like, this is normal. It's okay. Like I'm happy with a 6.5 interest rate or whatever it is at that time. Then more people are going to start buying. And then I think you have that same, it's not going to be to the same degree as the last couple of years, but I think you have that same competition like that same competition is going to start to happen again as more people jump back into the space but i think right now it's like the it's just like a calm right we're in the yeah. center of the tornado like there's a there's a well, big tornado any, any, coming and yeah, it's just anytime, calm anytime there's uncertainty in the market that causes people to sort of retract 
And like to your point, I think everybody's just sort of waiting, uh, taking a wait and see approach, especially investors. You see that uh, happening a lot more among investors. Here's what I will say is that during times of uncertainty, those are often the very best times to buy real estate. And so, you, you know, there's the the famous Warren Buffett quote of, you know, be greedy when others are fearful and fearful when others are greedy. And that just is totally true. Everybody that bought real estate during COVID absolutely crushed it. But there weren't that many people that were willing to buy in the in the eye of COVID, right? Same things happening today. In my opinion, buying over the next 12 months will be the best time to buy real estate for the next decade. Yeah. You're probably not going to have better pricing over the next decade. And one of our future podcast episodes, we're going to talk about this concept of dating the rate and marrying the property. I think that applies to this conversation, which is, yes, interest rates are having an impact on returns, the returns that you're able to achieve on your rental properties. But being able to buy in uncertainty and lock in a price so you're you're marrying the property and you're just dating the rate. You're waiting for the rate to change. And once that rate changed, then you can go and refinance, but you've locked in the property at a great basis. Yeah. And I, I agree that now is a great time to buy. I I think since in Utah, at least since November and December, um, it's kind of been of similar market. Like it hasn't really changed much since then. And I had a few clients in those months and we were able to get a hundred thousand under asking price. Like people are willing to sell their property for a lot less right now. Um, and you could use that to your advantage. And even though like it's hard to analyze deals at asking prices, figure out what price is going to work for your numbers, what price is going to work for your buy box, and then offer that. And that's kind of what I do with my clients. And David, I know you're the same way, but it doesn't, don't look at it like this is, there's nothing on the market, figure out what will work for you and then start sending out offers. And I guarantee you'll get some good deals. Um, because when the market goes crazy again, because I'm probably right, I'm always right. Just kidding. When the market starts to go crazy again, you're not going to be able to get anything for a good price. Well, and and talking about this deal that we're working on right now, um, just to put it into perspective, this property was being floated around. This is a, like a 250 unit commercial property. So, but just to keep it, just to illustrate the point, about 18 months ago, this property was being offered for 55 million dollars. Okay. Today, um, that property is now under contract for roughly $15 million less than what it was being offered and was under contract for 18 months ago. So a massive discount in pricing. Now we take that down to what your, your point today in the market today, there's definitely been an adjustment in pricing and to your point, look at all the properties that match your buying criteria. Maybe their list price isn't going to work for you, but analyze what does work for you and go make offers. And yeah. I think you'll be surprised that there's some deals to be had. Yeah. And I mean, David and I send, send out weekly hot sheets and 
Um, in Utah, for instance, there are some properties, some fourplexes on the market that have above a 7% cap rate at asking price, and they've been sitting on the market for over 100 days. And so now you go and you buy one of those properties for 100 thousand or even 50,000 under and your cap rate's going to go up even more. And um, that's what people aren't, there are really good, there are, there are a lot of good deals out there. Um, It's just like you said, buying in the uncertainty and I'm in the same, I'm kind of in the same boat as everyone else. Cause I want, I'm ready to buy another property financially. I, I have the money in my SVB bank account. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but I have the money. I'm I'm I have a down I have a good down payment for for another investment property. And I'm constantly looking and analyzing deals, but nothing I haven't pulled the trigger on anything. But um I mean then again I'm also giving all the best deals in Utah to my clients, <laughs> but I haven't pulled the trigger on anything. So I'm just like everyone else. So um, yeah. we all need to just get over it. It's, it's fine. It like, it's going to be okay. Um, buy a deal that fits your buying criteria and stay within that. And then you will be good. You like, you will be fine as long as you are buying good deals, no matter what time, no matter what your timing is. Buy a deal that fits your criteria and you will be fine. That's it for today. For more daily investing tips and real estate secrets, don't forget to visit breakfreerealestate.com and make sure to like, subscribe, and share our podcast. We will see you tomorrow.